Welcome, welcome, welcome to Creative Process with myself, Jared Klein. Today on episode 29, it's a little bit different format. Um, obviously, if you are on Spotify, you can see video now. And I'm looking directly into the camera for the first time on this new type of, you know, platform. Um, but it's going to be a little different for this first one for the main reason because I don't have a guest. Um, but basically, if you're just a listener, if you're listening on your way to work or just listening on your way to, you know, whatever, just doing whatever, um, obviously you don't need to have the video to listen to this. Um, you don't need to be watching the video to, you know, kind of get everything, um, that you're going to need, or I guess, I guess not really going to need, but you know, you don't really need to watch the video to get the whole listener experience or the whole viewer experience of this podcast. It's just a great a great thing that I think Spotify should have allowed a while ago, which is fantastic. Um, I really like that now they're doing this, and it's great. Um, but today, obviously, you see that I'm by myself. I have um, everything ready here on my monitors to kind of get going into today's podcast. Um, but I guess it's 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 kind of cool being by myself now. Um, I like this. It's it's kind of different. Um, it's getting there, but the next, you know, the next handful of episodes, um, are going to be real, real nice. Um, a couple, two people from the UK, very notable designers, um, coming on within the sports industry. Um, those are going to be awesome episodes also, um, with the owner and founder and CEO or whatever his title is. I'm going to have to <laughs> look back on, um, on Twitter here quick. I can kind of pull it up while we're in the podcast. Um, just so I don't fuck up his title, um, founder, um, the founder of gondola, which gondola is a new, a new type of, excuse me, as I burp again, um, gondola is a new, um, I guess social platform for creatives. Um, the founder of gondola is going to be on, um, in the short future here in the near future here, as well as, um, some other people that we have lined up. I've been doing my due diligence for the, I guess the last, you know, the last part of March. I know this is, I'm recording this on the 8th. This is going out on the 9th, but the last part of March and then, um, getting more into, you know, into April, um, and making sure we have awesome content coming, um, in the early spring here. Um, so I guess, yeah, let, let's get into what today's podcast is going to be like. This is going to be weird for me. I'll be honest. This is going to be really weird for me. Um, because when I look in the camera, I'm just literally looking at a camera, looking at the viewers. Um, but it's going to be weird for me today because usually I, I've done this in YouTube videos before. I've never done this for like live uncut type of scenario, um, and a different type of content, different form of content. Um, but yeah, so this is going to be a little a little weird for me, but I, I'm going to love it. We're going to, you know, take it by the horns and see where it's going to go and everything like that and just kind of, you know, have fun with it, I suppose. But today, as you can see by the title, today is basically going to be about, um, if I can get here to, so I can, you know, get the um, title right, I guess. I thought I wrote it down, but... It's basically going to be about how I gather inspiration. I'm going to take you, you know, step by step, basically through what um, I go through to gather inspiration when I'm starting to ideate for projects um, and kind of 
go through things. I know like this is a topic um, for designers that is kind of, you know, iffy solely on the fact of, hey, you're looking at other people's work and then you're implementing what they've done into your work. You know, that's where it can get a little controversial. Um, but it's looking for inspiration, seeing what works, seeing, hey, you know, the treatment on that is super nice. Let me, you know, I want to try to achieve that look or something similar or get, you know, super saturated like this or, you know, whatever. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you how I get inspiration um, on two different platforms, two different, I guess, social sites, social media sites. Um, and then how I save that and how I utilize that. So I guess we will, you know, we can get right into it. I guess you don't, again, I'm going to reiterate this. You don't need to be watching the video, but obviously if you want to watch the video, it's going to help. It's going to help. Um, it's going to help with, I guess, the connections of the information, but I'll make sure I explain everything pretty much verbatim, what I'm doing and everything, um, on the screen, on like the video. So if you're just listening, you won't have a lot of disconnect or at least the least amount of disconnect that I can kind of, um, I guess, kind of control, you know, to that sense of the word. So um, let's get into it. Let me switch over views here. Um, this is kind of cool, though, because I'm using Streamlabs. I was I was actually looking at um, something. I'm going to go back. I was I was I was looking at something. Um, different like podcast, I guess, hosting platforms, I guess you can call it, um, came across like Riverside, um, a couple other, but, um, I, I just figured I could just use Streamlabs, set up different scenes in Streamlabs, use them, you know, to the fullest extent, kind of be a producer as well as, um, a host at the same time. So, you know, I'm going to have to do some background on that might change to OBS because it's a little bit easier to control. Um, so I might just do that might be a little bit easier, but, um, we'll just have to see. But anyways, yes. So you can see, um, if you're watching the video, you can see where I am, but if you're, um, listening, I'll, I'll just explain. I have two tabs open here, um, in my Google Chrome. One is Behance that is open right now. And one is Pinterest that is open right now, um, that I'm just switching back and forth between the tabs. Um, I'm going to be explaining basically how I go through my process of looking for, you know, um, not only inspiration, but I guess topic centric inspiration. So I'll use my current work scenario as an example for this. And we'll kind of, you know, we'll, we'll go from there. So basically on Pinterest, you have this option to search. Um, basically you just go set up an account on Pinterest. I'll leave, you know, the website links down below like behance.net and pinterest.com. I'll leave those down below. So if you need to go and explore these sites, you can, they will be down below. This is what I use mainly to, you know, especially when I'm in creative block, when I go walk away and decompress, I come back and look at things. I'm always looking at things and taking in inspiration, um, and type treatment and, you know, all that good stuff. So how I like to start on Pinterest is basically just put in what I'm, you know, literally what I'm searching for. So at work right now, um, we're going to be starting to develop the game day graphics. So I'm literally just going to type in game day graphics and see what comes up. Um, <coughs> so I saw, I, I, I get some results here. And when, you know, you see something that you like, you basically just go over, click save, and you can switch it to, um, 
on Pinterest, you can switch it to like where you want it to be saved. I think I am going to make this my um, basically. I, I just I have I have two separate areas on Pinterest here that I can save things, but I, I guess I'll just you know I'll say whatever. Um, but yeah, you can go into your feed on Pinterest and basically save things. It's very similar, very similar type of type of um, workaround or like method of it um, as Behance is. So um, yeah, basically you can click on, you know, what you like. I'm a big Packers fan, so I'm kind of, I kind of gravitated to this. To this, by the way. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams today on the 8th. Aaron Rodgers gave confirmation that he was coming back um, and signing with the Packers again. Apparently it's a huge deal, but there's some controversy around the contract and the release of the contract information was wrong, so that's kind of interesting. But, um, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is coming back. Devontae Adams is getting franchise tags, so we're kind of in a good spot. But, yes, anyways... So yeah, you find a picture that you like or a photo or a, I guess I said picture, but a composition or type treatment. I like the way Dan, uh, Dan, this is Dan Beltran's graphic. I'm pretty sure he did this with, um, what, what are they called? STN Digital. But I really like the way he clips Aaron Rodgers inside the game day um, text and uses that yellow effect. I like that. I like that a lot. And also his color correction on his players are always, are always really cool. But you find something that you like, you click on it. Um, on Pinterest, at least you can switch here to sports inspiration um, and you can unsave it. You can save it. You can do things like that. But um, I liked that Aaron Rodgers one. Um, I really like this. This Boston College one. Um, just, yeah, you can skim around. Um, that's what I like to do as well. But then also sometimes I literally just search. A good one is graphic design posters. You get, at least I've been able to see, you get a lot of different vari variation of graphic design methods and graphic, like type usage, different use of textures and um, visuals. Um, text and image utilization is always super cool like this the space one um, you know different types of I guess graphical elements and how they how the artist composes it I like I like searching things that isn't graphic that isn't sports related and gathering inspiration from there I think in if I remember correctly in the episode that I had with Dan he takes a lot of inspiration from esports when he designs sports graphics. So using different industries as inspiration is always a thing you can do as well. Like um, some of these different text and, and visual effects are amazing and is honestly something completely, completely out of this world within the sports industry as well. You know, using some of these methods that you don't really see a lot or using displacement maps, using um, different types of textures like halftone um, utilization of, of grunge in a certain way. Obviously, grunge and like paper rips and all that stuff has been utilized over and over and over again within the sports industry. But um, but yeah, so Pinterest, that's basically what Pinterest is. Behance, personally, this is my 
this is my, I guess, preference. Um, I have this opened up here. I'll basically just show you what I have. Um, so on Behance, when you go to your profile, if you have a profile, this is basically where my portfolio lives. There's a section on Behance called Mood Boards. Here, it works almost exactly the same as Pinterest. Um, and this is where you can save full projects, um, full projects from people that, that post to their portfolio and you know use it i guess how however you like to draw inspiration from um for so like i, I saved stuff in here that i think you know it works really well um i for example the one that viewers that are watching are seeing right now on screen is the um the usmnt only forward campaign um solo palante only forward um whatever you want to say um, that they have been utilizing, I guess, throughout 2021 so far and even into 2022. Um, I think the artist's name is Saheed Alpizar. I think I pronounced that correctly. But yeah, this is, you know, this is how I utilize things um, or how I utilize Behance and how I gather um, inspiration using Behance. Very similar type of ways. But I have, you know, projects in here that include everything that I would, you know, need to gather inspiration or want inspiration or I have projects in here that I just thought worked super well and worked, you know, worked really, really well. And I think that they did the job. Um, one thing that I am completely impressed by is the experimentation of composition. Um, if you're able to watch, I would suggest watching now because I'm going to be talking about this specific project and this is something I lack um, when I design and my personal design, I guess, technique isn't super experimental. I like structure. I like um, consistent composition. Um, I guess you can say I like being comfortable for specific sports things and sports compositions and designs and everything. Um, I think that's with every designer. I like being, I like doing stuff that I'm comfortable doing and I, I have trust in. So I, I also like looking at things that are more experimental with, with composition, um, more experimental with visual effects and different textures and different, um, player text, texture, um, logo, um, you know, different type of layout, like this Adama Traore one that you can see and this Alan St. Maximin one that you can see here, um, different experimental, like two-tone black and white or monochromatic, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then this Erling Holland one here in the middle, very, you know, weird and quirky with the wavy text effects using, um, using some displacement effects in here, um, as well as incorporating the player in the composition really well. So there are, there are things that you can gather inspiration from, um, everywhere. Some, sometimes I'll go back to just myself here. So sometimes when I'm just walking around, I think this is a universal designer thing that, that, um, that we do, especially like looking at signs and, um, billboards and personally with myself, it's branding at companies where I go to, or at like restaurants that I go to, like, I see like if it's a company or if it's a restaurant that I've never been at, um, you obviously see the logo when you walk in the door, you see it big front and center up there. So I see that logo. I'm like, okay, that logo looks really cool. I wonder how they implement it on their menus, on their, on their table signage, on their, 
um, when it goes to digital on those little like kiosk things that you um, pay with. Um, I'm very interested in that. And sometimes that's where this is applied a little bit more to my, my job now, but that's where I get a lot of my type inspiration from um, and type organization with um, type and image and on different formats and everything like that. Um, so you can literally grab inspiration from anywhere. Um, the one thing I will say and that I hope sticks with someone listening or watching, whatever you want to say, um, whatever you want to use the term for regurgitate or not regurgitating, but taking in this information, um, don't be afraid of gathering inspiration from other people's projects. Um, you know, other people do great work. Like you're not, <laughs> it's, I think it's super unrealistic to think you're going to think of everything just, you know, straight up off the top of your head. Um, that's a super, super, super hard thing to do. And if you haven't done it before, you know, try, obviously I'm not saying don't try, like that's something that you need to trust with. And we talked about this in last, um, in past episodes about being confident in your work, um, and being able to have that confidence when you come up with something literally brand new, but looking at different pieces of artwork, especially like, um, going back to kind of showcasing some work that I, that I like this manipulative, um, sports edit work. That's been something that's kind of come into fruition recently, like this type of stuff. Like you have a general composition in mind and you have photos, um, for reference and compositions for reference when they do this type of stuff. Um, you know, it's especially when you're doing this, this type of stuff, like inspiration is inspired, gathering inspiration is key and um, establishing, establishing what your concept and what your composition is going to be is key as well. Um, obviously, that has to be the start. That has to be the starting point. Um, but but yeah, so I just wanted to kind of go over what I, you know, what I do for gathering inspiration. Um, I think gathering inspiration is one of my I, I value it as a designer. I really do. I value it to the 10th extent or thousandth extent, whatever you want to say. Um, it's, it's a fantastic thing. And I love looking at other people's work. Like I find myself not even taking full lunch breaks or just disconnecting because like I take maybe like 15 minutes to eat my lunch and I go back to my computer and, um, just go on Behance and, and explore. Um, that's literally one of the best, one of the best things about, about you know being able to have these at your fingertips when you work on a computer all day um be able to look at other people's work and you know one i mean look at it in awe because it's it's fantastic and people do such a great job but two also figure out you know different ways of hey that looks really cool i wonder or even think about i wonder where they got the inspiration to do that you know like where what they saw um, that inspired them to treat this photo a certain way, um, do a composition this certain way, you know, those type of things. Um, I think that's an awesome aspect of, of graphic design. And it, it it obviously evolves as trends evolve and everything, but I think it's it's a fantastic, this is a fantastic tool to use um, to see, you know, to book, I guess, in a, in a sense, to bookmark and um, keep work that you really like close to you um, so, you know, that can be like your creative spark in a way. Um, but, but yeah, this may just be, it may just be me, but I, I am thinking that I'm saying, um, a lot. 
I apologize if I'm saying I'm a lot. <laughs> I really do. Uh, I know that can be a little annoying thing, but I hope this was fantastic for um, you guys listening and viewing. I just wanted to show you right off the bat what I do for it, like well, how my process is for gathering inspiration and everything. And yeah, just basically wanted to show you that. Um, but yeah, this has been episode 29, as I stated in the beginning. I do thank you guys for coming out and listening. This is a shorter episode because I'm by myself. I'm doing a new format, kind of going to test this out, see how it works. Um, there will be different visuals. Like I'm looking at my other monitor so I don't point different ways. But, you know, down here on the bottom of the screen or, you know, wherever, there's going to be different visuals, make it more creative processy, I guess, in a way, um, and kind of go from there. So. Again, I really do thank you guys for coming out and listening today um, on this great, great Wednesday when it was going out. When when it currently went out, when it's going live, it's a Wednesday. But when you're listening to it, it's probably not a Wednesday. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, thank you for coming out for episode 29. I will see you guys in episode 30, which is awesome. 30 episodes deep. That's fantastic. And as always, I like to close it out as make sure you tell someone that you love them today. Um, they'll probably appreciate that. All right. Take it easy. Have a great one. Peace.